You're listening to the Fairies and Folklore Podcast by Renal. I'm dark fantasy author Renal Janssen von With nearly a decade of digging around in dusty folklore books, researching creatures of imagination that ignited my curiosity, I'm here to share the folklore in a nutshell and how I reimagined it for my writing in An Origin of the Fae. This is the Fairies and Folklore Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Rinal Janssen von Vieren. You can just call me Rinal. In today's episode, we're continuing our exploration of the Feyre. This episode is brought to you by my book, Once, Tales, Myths and Legends of Fairy, available in ebook, paperback and audiobook. Go to rinaldemissmaker.com forward slash my hyphen books for more. We're continuing our exploration of the power players of fairy. Today's fairy, the assassin. Folklore in a nutshell by Renal. There are various notable warriors in folklore, some more powerful than others. Beowulf, master tactician with unprecedented strength, killed a rampaging monster and its monster mother without much effort, killed a couple of sea serpents while out swimming, and got rid of a dragon terrorizing his people. He was a wise king, brought peace, and took out monsters without weapons if the need arose. Kukulain's mere presence on the battlefield was enough to make his enemies tremble, so much so that when he died during battle, he tied himself to a rock with his own intestines to keep upright so he would seem alive. Strength, cunning, agility, loyalty, battle rage to rival the Hulk, a spear that can kill anyone and an awesome sword. This guy had it all. Berserkers worshipped Odin, were unruly warriors who attached themselves to royalty as bodyguards, were savage in battle, and were a contributing factor to the myth of werewolves, thanks to their penchant for wearing wolf skins in battle. Samurai, the warrior nobility, began as imperial guards and continued to be part of the ruling class. They had to keep the peace between the clans and were the only ones who had the right to carry a katana though this alienated them from other classes. The samurai had an unwritten, unspoken code of honour, discipline and morality. They could fight with spears, bows and arrows and, of course, the katana. The assassins lived in the mountains of Persia. Through covert murder of leaders they considered enemies of their state, they kept peace in their region. These warriors were skilled in espionage, hand-to-hand combat as well as assassination. Their preferred method of killing was by dagger, not arrows or poison. The modern term assassination comes from the tactics used by the assassins. Many others exist, but to talk about them all would be longer than could fit into a nutshell. Now for my interpretation of the Fae, in an origin of the Fae, the ultimate warrior, Kian the Assassin. No one knows where he came from. Everyone knows that he isn't born from either court. He is as powerful as the Dark King, the Fairy Queen, and the King of the Dead. He walks unhindered between realms. He is a powerful warrior. He silences those who oppose the monarchs. He prefers spending time in the Seelie Court. He is feared by everyone. He lives by his own code of honor. When Fae are in trouble, 
he does what is necessary to save them. And when Fairy is in trouble, he does what he thinks is right to keep her safe. As a little bonus, let's look at Warrior in Afrikaans. Krijger. Assassin. Assassin. Remember that you can get a transcript of this episode in the description. If you're new to the podcast, why not go and grab your free copy of Unseen, the second book in the fairy tale series, on my website, renaldemythmaker.com. Loads of folklore, magic, and danger await. Take care.